It's time to consult with a specialist, and you don't even need a referral. You're listening to America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire. Um, very, very interesting times when it comes to healthcare, especially when it comes to issues related to public health. So this week, we're going to take a look at uh, some of the facts surrounding coronavirus. I'm going to share with you a couple of resources if you would like to learn more uh, so you can do some of your own research. And then I'm going to share with you, finally, the um, the numbers that were recently released um, from the World Health Organization. They've been holding daily briefings on this issue. And so let's just get into those numbers right now because that was the number one question that I had written down to answer for you. This episode is uh, how many people are affected. So I'm going to be reading uh, from you directly from the transcript. Um, we have there are a total of 47,505 laboratory confirmed cases in China and 16,427 cases that have been clinically confirmed in the Hubei province. And that's really been kind of ground zero uh, where this has all happened. There's been a total of 1,381 deaths in China, included 121 reported today. Uh, I'm using this information from Friday, February 14th. Um, outside of China, there has been 505 cases in 24 countries with two deaths. Watching several interviews, and I think right now we're kind of at a, a impasse in that it could go either way. It, this could, thing could, uh, it already is a pandemic, and this thing could go on to something that's going to have an even more of an impact on the global economy, or it could technically fizzle out. So we're going to be continuing to watch that. The folks that are out there trying to uh, help battle this virus, uh, as of Tuesday, last Tuesday, which would have been February 11th, uh, 1,716 healthcare workers have been infected and six have died. Uh, this is a critical piece of information because health workers are the glue that holds the healthcare system together. And we need to know more about this, including the time period uh, when these workers got sick because this is going to be a huge part of the equation to uh, eradicating this. Um, there's been some movement on developing uh, vaccinations for this, but we're still kind of in this uh, unknown territory and we're waiting for things to play out. Full transcript is on the, the uh, Edie Bellis Twitter page, at America's Canary is the handle, as well as uh, their website uh, also has a good uh article explaining all these things, and that's uh, where we're bringing most of this information to you from. Um, the next question that we have written is, how fast is the coronavirus spreading? Um, when you look at the media, it seems like it's spreading really fast, but this is an issue that's been up for a debate um, because we are unable to predict exactly uh, how accurate uh, you can pr predict the uh, mutations. Uh, one model that they use to predict this is called the Cassens model. Uh, we've got a link to it. And uh, if China is able to completely quarantine this infected population by the beginning of March 2020, the least amount of people infected will be 30,000 people, according to uh, this model. Uh, we're not quite to March yet, but uh, the numbers continue to rise. And you may or may not have seen some videos uh, of uh People getting dragged from their cars, arrested, uh, people that are suspected to be infected with this. How is a coronavirus transmitted? Funny that you should ask. It's a very important 
question, like SARS and MERS, coronavirus is spread mainly through respiratory vapor that is produced when a person sneezes or coughs. So if you're in close contact with someone who has coronavirus, you're likely to catch it as well, similar to a common cold. In this case, close contact is defined by either 15 minutes of face-to-face contact or two hours of an enclosed space, such as a room. One of the things that uh, stood out to me in the interviews was talking about uh, you may have seen certain uh, cruise ships being quarantined in, in certain places. I saw a, a video of a couple uh, Skyping from the, from their cabin as they're on their honeymoon getting quarantined. Um, kind of a great way to uh, start your marriage off. Kind of gives you a little more of the whole sickness and health thing, but I'm sure they were not planning to be locked in their room. And, and according to this, that, that could almost make the problem worse. Now, where was the first case of the coronavirus. The first case was identified in Wuhan. It's the largest city of the Hubei province, central province in mainland China. I believe 11 million people live there. The first person that was uh, known to have it was a Chinese citizen, and uh, they were did not have the symptoms of the infected, according to the Scientific uh, American. And that's kind of how it all started. Uh, the most cases continue to be in mainland China, but again, Finally, want to conclude with how it's different from other fast-spreading viruses. Um, there are some ways that it's similar to viruses such as SARS, MERS, Ebola, influenza, etc. But there are some ways that it is different. For example, uh, be spread by people who do not think that they have the symptoms. Uh, this is different than SARS. And by the way, coronavirus is actually past SARS in the amount of people that have died. SARS could not be transmitted unless the person appeared visibly sick. Number two, the coronavirus is more difficult to isolate than Ebola due to the fact that it has presented in a heavily populated area as the epicenter of the epidemic. Number three, because of how contagious it is, coronavirus has a much higher predicted death rate than the common influenza. So this is why we need to continue to monitor this. Finally, the death rate for coronavirus, 2 to 3% currently is lower than the death rate of SARS. So that's good, but there has been more cases. In the United States, uh, we have had some uh, confirmed cases. There have been individuals that have been evacuated. They are under close monitoring. This main thing that this has a huge impact on, on is international flights, for example, um, Delta, Canceling, uh, they no longer they weren't really didn't have a huge uh, amount of business in China, but they've canceled all of their flights. I saw an interview with their CEO this week, and so it's it's starting to have an impact. There's a lot of fear in the markets, and because of this, we 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 really don't know exactly how it's going to end up playing out. Some of the common symptoms for the coronavirus. Fever, cough, shortness of breath, breathing difficulties, pneumonia, severe acute respiratory system, that's SARS, uh, kidney failure, and the ultimate worry is that all of this can lead to fatality. Who is the most susceptible, according to the Centers for Disease Control, uh, infants and children, the elderly, people with disorders like uh, that lower their immune systems, that would be HIV, AIDS, lupus, other autoimmune disorders, pregnant women, People with cancer, children with neurological conditions, blah. <laughs> people with asthma, and people who have heart disease or a stroke. As with influenza, 
contract coronavirus could expect to endure a somewhat mild illness that does not require medication or hospitalization. However, in these people that I just described above earlier, there is an increased risk, including death. So how do you avoid contracting the coronavirus? Um, stay at least three feet away from anyone who is coughing or sneezing. If you can, keep your hands away from your face, nose, and mouth. Kind of the common things that you would think of with uh, battling a common cold. Getting plenty of sleep, keeping communal surfaces sanitized, washing your hands, don't share dishes, toothbrushes, utensils, or other tools. Zinc supplements won't do anything. You know, they might show that they can lower coma cold, but they don't seem to have an impact on this. And then stay calm. There is not a vaccination right now for coronavirus, but I'm sure some pharmaceutical companies are jumping all over this. Will everyone need to get a vaccination for this? Once a vaccine is completed, it's highly unlikely that there's going to be mandatory vaccinations across the U.S. in response to this, but we still do not know exactly what is going to happen. In conclusion, the coronavirus is dangerous, but there is no need to panic. There is a lot of information going on about this in the news. Everybody is jumping all over it. There's no doubt that it's one of the most threatening things to hit the global theater in 2020 in a season already full of wildfires, political unrest, etc. But luckily for those right outside of mainland China, the coronavirus is still a very distant threat. No extra measures should be taken to prevent it that you shouldn't be taking to prevent flu or the common cold. Edie Bellis is a healthcare reform consulting company with valuable information that is up to date and easy to understand. We have solutions to manage compliance, minimize penalties and taxes, and all other options. Check out healthreformexplained.com. Within the uh, wonk oh, sphere, I guess you could say, which is um, all of the people that are following uh, healthcare and all the things happening uh, in the uh, policy realm, such as myself, uh, we're always on Twitter. And uh, a really funny hashtag popped up this week, uh, hashtag health policy valentines. And if you uh, are one of the uh, folks that uh, gets on Twitter, I encourage you to check it out because it is pretty funny. I, I am pulling it up right now. Let's see what we've got. Uh, here's a first one comes off from a, uh, a, uh, a member of Congress. Uh, what did he say? If you, if you are Obamacare and I'm a Republican, after five years, I still... Can't think of a way to replace you. Uh, slash tag, hashtag health policy. Or how about time. my heart got? skips a beat every time another state expands Medicaid. There you go. That's not too <laughs> health bad. Health policy Valentine's hashtag. What are some of the other ones we've got over here? Uh, oh, relationship status. It's uh, with healthcare status. It's complicated. Yeah. <laughs> or, or I am willing to go out of network for you. I like that one. That is... Uh, <laughs> Very much uh, appropriate for what's happening in the changes in healthcare industry. Uh, combine passion, poetry, politics, and healthcare. What do you get? Health policy valentines. These people are just trying to. Uh, yeah. I have a passion for hashtag Medicaid, but my love for you never wavers. I like this. <laughs> Actually, that's pretty good. Nice. You sunk that But How about this one? Uh, <laughs> of all of the fish in the sea, you're the only ICD 10 code for me. <laughs> or uh, this comes from at Emma underscore Sando. They said single payer isn't a reality, but this Valentine's dinner, I am once again a single payer. Hmm. Uh, they show the picture of Mr. Scarelli that you talked about. My love for you has grown <coughs> by 5,000% overnight. 
It's I, not the size of your network that matters. It's the quality of care that it provides. <laughs> I guarantee you won't repeal and replace my love for you. Between you and me, I don't think consolidation is a problem. <laughs> Does your... Oh, what does this say? Oh, some, Now, some like these insurance oh, companies... Oh, oh. Tried... Here's one. Uh, there are thousands of Bernie bros, but you're the only, far, uh, the, you're the only pharma bro for me, Martin <laughs> Shkreli. Uh, love, I love you. You love me. Let's meet together at PPE. Oh, jeez. Uh, let's see. What are some of these other ones? I, I guarantee uh, this is going to keep going here through the rest of, of the weekend, but um, <laughs> spread love by me, Art Heart. Anyways, uh, just enough time for a little bit of fun on this program. Uh, check out the Edie Bellis Twitter page, by, by, the, by the way, and um, it will give you more things fun like this, but in particular, it will give you the latest news on healthcare reform and our blog, Health Reform Explained. Dot com is the latest resource for all of the changes. And actually, we're going to be providing more and more content every week. We've got over 400 radio segments of this program that we're going to start turning into columns, Alan. So uh, I think you should consider making this uh, your one-stop resource for all things health policy because we've got our own newsroom mm-hmm. up in the war room, and uh, we're cranking it out all of the time. Coming up next segment, we're going to take a look at uh, the New Hampshire primary. Uh, had a pretty good smackdown between a couple of candidates on healthcare, and I uh, wanted to play that for you and share our analysis. This is America's Healthcare Challenge. We'll be right back. Mm-hmm. 